Welcome to Sunday Night Seeker Society, the podcast where we uncover the hidden truths and mysteries of the world. Joining us tonight are your hosts, Chef and Bo Diggles. Hey there, everybody. I'm Chef, and I'm passionate about cooking, conspiracy theories, and everything in between. And I'm Bo Diggles, a curious mind always seeking out the truth behind the veil. Each week, we invite special guests to join us as we delve into the world of secret societies, cover-ups, and conspiracies. We'll be exploring everything from ancient societies to modern-day cover-ups, and we'll be uncovering the hidden truths that are often kept from the public eye. So get ready to join our secret society, and let's explore the world together. Welcome to Sunday Night Secret Society. Am I crazy in thinking that? You know what I'm... Yeah, no, 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 dude. What the fuck? So, so, if if my if my kid gets diagnosed with the flu, and I do not send her to school, the school docks her a day. If in that same nine week period she misses one more day, regardless of her grades, they're taking honor roll from her nope tell me why a school would incentivize parents to send alleged positive you know test outcomes and from their own mouth physician confirmed illness in in students why would the school force these sick children to come to school could it possibly be that the school board is working as a a lackey for the the state who is providing all this funding making these rules appear in the first place because all of all of these uh attendance record rules are all tied to on and I think it's on an everyday basis, the school system has to have at least ninety five percent of their student populace on campus. If at any point in time they do not maintain that ninety five percent, they lose they're in- ineligible for funding. So I think it, it's not very far fetched to think that the school, the state, is trying to force these schools to purposefully infect kids to spread illness and this is the first year that this is to my knowledge been happening it could just it could have been going on a couple of years ago but my baby girl just made it into junior high so i'm just now figuring out about it and like i told you i was i had to eat daddy has to eat shit moment for a minute and i had to look at her and tell her that i dropped the ball i said baby i'm sorry rivercrest has been rivercrest since i've been in the third grade that school that school handbook has not changed every year it said the same damn thing that it said last year and i signed off on it this year thinking that it said the same thing it said last year and it didn't so this is a public school correct yes yeah see what i okay so i agree with what you're saying as far as like the conspiratorial part of that goes because 
next month, COVID's coming back, dude. And it's coming yep. back way fucking stronger, yep. just like Bill Gates, just like all these people have been fucking saying. It's going to come back way fucking worse, way stronger. And I think the, the first time was a test run. Let's oh, see yeah. who complies. Let's see who doesn't comply. They're going to figure out, okay, what are we going to do about the people that didn't want to wear masks inside Walmart? What are we going to do about the people that didn't want to didn't want to fucking social distance? It's going to come harder, hard as fuck. I, I'm going to send you some shit my dad sent me, and it has everything to do with what we're talking about right now and mainly focusing on schools and what schools are going to be doing. And they're going to be quarantining your fucking kids away from you Mm-hmm. and yeah and i'm gonna have i'll have ashley get all the so we just got a printer last week went shopping got every we got notebooks we got we got yep. everything we need to fucking homeschool now when we first started homeschooling last year we were homeschooling through the district through the state so they paid for everything we got the same fucking math book that you would get if you were in class. We got right. the same history book that you would get if you were in class. Well, part of the part of the reason why we took them out is because I don't agree with what they're teaching the kids. So why would I homeschool my kid using the same fucking curriculum that I disagree with? You know what I mean? Like there was like exactly like there was a. a a page about like Christopher Columbus and I was like yep nope we're not fucking doing this one and I'll put a note on it if the te- if you got a problem with this you can call dad here's my fucking number uh the globe doing the whole globe shit yep we're not coloring that in either and it actually like I remember my daughter was like why can't I want to color I want to color because it was all this like reading and shit and then finally it comes to the color portion I'm like we're not coloring this shit because that's fucking false that's bullshit now I'm not saying like oh flatter I just know that that model isn't right it doesn't matter what i believe but what I, but what what they're teaching is bullshit is not right so we're not fucking doing that it's not happening it's just not happening so what i so then we we went over the summer ashley started doing a lot of di- a lot of digging into what it's going to take to essentially what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to make your own private school yeah and it's not as fucking hard as you think but what i will tell you is you have in the next two months um, I believe, and and when we have uh, uh, Drew and uh, Haley on uh, to discuss the homeschool, they're probably going to know a lot more than I know. But you, I believe, you have to fill out an affidavit. You, oh, so and never mind that that differs in every state. So California, you have to fill this affidavit out by October of every year to make your own like private school so we have our own logo we have all this other shit but what i was getting at is that when we started digging into this ashley's like fuck dude this is going to be expensive because if we do that we do it through the state they supply everything we don't have to pay a penny we get the crowns we get the notebooks we get the pencils we get everything we need we get the little projects we don't have to pay for shit now that we're doing it like privately now we got to pay for everything yeah. We already are fucking broke, but she found curriculum for both of our kids for free. So you don't have to pay like normally you would pay for like a math curriculum Yeah, for one kid. And I'm pretty sure being that you have multiple kids, as do I, but one of them is only two years old. So she's, 
he doesn't even have to be in school at the moment. You know, we can just do fun little uh, Montessori style projects with her uh, to help her learn. But if you were to have multiple kids, and I could be completely wrong, but if you have like a seven, a 10, and a 13 year old, you got to buy curriculum for each fucking one of those. That's a lot of money. My point is, is that Ashley found a lot of good free curriculum. Free. Yeah. All you need, dude, is an HP printer. And if you don't have an HP printer, you can go to like FedEx, Kinko's, Walgreens, yeah. and print up all your shit there. But let's well, yeah, see. We, one thing I'm going to look into is is skipping my son. I'm going to try to push him up a gear so he'll be on my middle child's uh, curriculum level. He can. He he's smart enough. He he's he's seriously he's smart enough. Um, the kid is a wizard. He's eight. He just turned eight. And I'm telling you, out of my three children, he's the one I'm not going to have to pay for to go to college. That's if he if he chooses to go, which I'm not going to encourage the university route. I'm going to encourage trade school or if he wants to, if he has to go to university, I'm going to make sure it's for something like computer programming. And I'm sure that there's even trade schools for the, you know, computer technology side of world now is just our podunk asses we can teach you how to weld or fix air conditioners or work on a car at our local community college but like all the all the stuff that actually fucking matters yeah like i'm not gonna let my let my child go to the university in fayetteville as much as i love my razorbacks and learn fucking 13th century women's basket weaving or some dumb shit you know <laughs> I'm gonna spend fucking three hundred thousand dollars on two years worth of education, and the heifer's gonna drop out with a one point eight and a half finished study degree in women's rights and minoring and Antifa Antifa mythologies. I'm Fuck laughing. that shit! I'm not letting the fucking state, the university fucking Nazi program take my kids and just shit them out as liberal fucking walking excuses of life. <laughs> I laugh, I laugh, I laugh, I laugh, but that is so fucking Well, true. hell, it's at a, we're at a point now in this fucked up world, if you don't laugh, you're probably going to cry, and if you're yeah. like me and you're crying, you're probably not too far away from making a really bad decision. <laughs> yeah. so you just need to get out of the way. Ashley just said me... I'm this, is how this, shit. this is how crazy it is, man. I've been talking with you about homeschooling pretty much since I've, you know, been, been introduced to you. You've heard me say, I want to get my kids into homeschooling. I didn't have to convince Callie of this. I've, I've dropped the hint around her. Maybe we should homeschool. Maybe we should homeschool. When my daughter got dress coded the other day, which is crazy because they dress coded on her on her shorts being too tight but but they're they're not i could fit my hand easily in between her shorts and her leg and um one of the school board members daughters or nieces or grandchildren or whatever had literally scan tight shorts on nothing happened to her but like between that and this whole attendance deal that rivercrest has going on callie's like we're homeschooling Fuck yeah, we are. You didn't have to even bat an eye. I said, look at the Lord doing work. I ain't even got to push for it. 
Well, because I'm sitting here thinking I'm going to have to put together like a PowerPoint presentation. I'm going to end up looking like the dude off the meme with the with the the fucking conspiracy yeah. board with all the red lines everywhere trying to babe this is why we need to do this but no she's like really ready and and it, and my wife bless her soul them kids live under her skin and for her to say that she'd be willing to homeschool them is 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 a shot like she, my wife loves our children my wife oh. is a very good mother <laughs> But just like every parent, them eight hours at school while we're turning them into man labor slaves, that reprieve can be a little vacation. And she's willing to completely forego that until they're grown enough to make their own choices. And dude, I couldn't be more excited. Like I'm about to be spending the entire rest of the school year planning for the start of the 2024 2025 school season my children will be homeschooled well if it get dude what so what i'm i don't know your exact your exact situation and ashley's gonna send you a bunch of shit she just sent me some stuff on like the homeschooling laws that pertain per state but you might not have to wait that long if you have the if you have the means to start well sooner, we don't quite yet okay we're gonna have to like probably get get them each a, either a legitimate tablet or a legitimate laptop um probably looking at like you said getting a printer which that the print you know but there's there's just things that we've yeah. got to get in order you know there's there's definitely things that you need but what i will what i will say on that and I, we're like really new and i'm like not really actually the best person to even be giving you any sort of advice on this because Ashley does all this stuff, but we don't have, our daughter has a tablet. It's an Amazon tablet, but that has no schooling. We do on that. Yeah. No schooling. It's all paper, all on a fucking pad. That's what I would prefer. Yeah. But, but at the same time, like there's also really cool, like a really cool app. It's called the con Academy, not C O N it's K H A N Academy. And it's kind of like, like for me, when I was in like elementary school, we would go to the computer lab like once or twice a week. And I remember there was like this uh, typing game and there was like a rabbit. And then you had to like type the words as they're going and it like yeah, animates. I remember and that, games like that. Yeah. And it, it kind of like, and then you'd have like your, your creative time and you could pull up paint and you can draw all this crazy shit. Then you could put the little dynamite sticks on and blow your entire fucking page up. Oh, that's cool. So, like, there's fun stuff like that. That, but as far as like the majority, to my knowledge, the majority of stuff that we're gonna be doing with them is all fucking on paper, um, and it doesn't take much. Like, you know, her Ashley and her grandma went and they went to a a couple of different stores and bought, and it probably cost a couple hundred bucks for all the stuff that they got. No doubt. I mean, we got a bunch of three ring binders. We got the dividers that go in between the pages. We got some nice notebooks. We got color pencils. We got like a little, <laughs> a little toy like clock thing. So if it's like, hey, honey, um, can you show me two thirty? And they would have to put the small hand to the two, the large hand, you know, down to the thirty, like little stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, the six. I said the thirty. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey, hooked on phonics did not work for this guy. Hooked on phonics. 
My mom tried it. Didn't work. And then we moved on to the speak and spell. And I started catching on a little bit quicker there. <laughs> but, yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't cost a whole lot. But I'm going to send you some shit. You send that shit. You look it over. Send it to your wife. Theclassicallearner.com, bro, is fucking bad to the bone. Have you heard of Classical Learner? It's a young dude, probably around our age, was a teacher, realized all the bullshit they're teaching their, 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 the kids nowadays. So he fucking left the school district, has his own program now. He writes children's books, right? These books are fucking badass. One of the, right, one of the books is called The Right to Bear Arms. And it's a there there's a bear on so like the, the yeah. character is the bear, but the right to bear arms. They go over um all dude, all sorts of shit. Like a lot of his his program I think is like ten or fifteen bucks a month, and it's actually on Discord. So you go on and there's all these other parents on the Discord that are asking questions like, Hey, what do I do here? What do I do? Hey, I'm from California California and I have this issue. What do I do? And you have a shit ton of parents that all kind of collaborate. This is what I did, blah, 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 blah. But one of the, like a lot of the curriculum curriculum that they do is they go out and you go pick dandelions. And this totally funnels into holistic roots and like our thoughts on that. You go pick dandelions and you make dandelion jelly and you make dandelion tinctures that's going to help your, your fucking, your heart health. And this is for kids, dude. Hell yeah. Going out and picking wild lettuce. And you know, one you thing can... I I will say though, like I'm not looking forward to taking band away from from my daughter. Like, but I mean, I can teach her, but I can't give her the band experience. No, so, it'll be different when it's just you two as opposed to her going with her classmates. Well, yeah, I mean, regardless of who your teacher is, I mean, if you're not playing with the band you know what are you really doing yep and i know that's important that's important for kids what is Let's if you see. don't mind me asking what is she what is she playing what is she playing man playing the saxophone nope i'm like her old band lisa simpson oh yeah dude that's dope if, if i ever get 25 3500 dollars to just blow without feeling guilty i'm buying a cannonball tenor saxophone oh my god i can't oh my god is that how much that. they are? For the one that I want, yeah. They're pretty pricey. Yeah, it's professional so. grade. Like, um, cannon. In my opinion, Cannonball is like the Aston Martin, Rolls Royce, Bentley, McLaren, whatever of the you know of the saxophone world. Like, that's dope. They, they have one I've seen. It had almost like a snakeskin print to it, and it started in like a smoky gray and as it transitioned down the bell or the the horn it ended up being all black on the bell so it went from like a smoky gray down to charcoal into black all of it had gold accents on it dude it was beautiful it was beautiful that's crazy because whenever i think of a saxophone all i think of is like a brass color i didn't know yeah. they have different like when when, when you get some time this evening, go go look up cannonball saxophones, black cannonball saxophones, or just cannonball saxophones. Dude, you, they're they're so beautiful. I I really enjoyed my time playing the sax. And you played too. Oh yeah, I oh, started shit. in the in the seventh grade. 
when it first was offered and I've I've played a semester in college. Damn, dude. <laughs> I weaseled my way into being in the college band for a semester. That's dope. Oh, so the band director I had when I was in beginning band in the seventh grade ended up being the director of music at the college that I went to when I was 20, 21 going. They had a program through John Deere that you could go learn to be a a mechanic, a John Deere mechanic, but you went to college. Like you went and you took a math and an English and a computer class and like I lived on dorm in a dorm room and I was walking around and I heard some of the band students one day talking about Dr. B, Dr. B. And I was like, who's Dr. B? They said, Dr. Bristow. And I was like, (laughs) could it fucking be? I said, that wouldn't happen to be a Dr. Brent Bristow, would it? And they were like, because the college that I went to, it's a two-year college. There were no fraternities. There were no sororities. There were no nothing no sports teams and this John Deere program was effectively the fraternity and basically if you were in the John Deere program you were too stupid to figure out anything else in life and so so like I was one me and a girl from Louisiana who was one of two girls in the program were we were the only two out of over 60 students that did not have to take remedial math and remedial English when I went I took um, a legitimate college course. There was such a stigmata about the John Deere boys being retarded that when I wrote my first paper for Dr. Knapp, I'll never forget him. He was the perfect combination of Peter Griffin and Albert Einstein. He was from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and he's in BB, Arkansas, teaching at this nowhere university. And I wrote him an English letter. I don't even remember what it was about. A day after I turned it in, he catches me after class and he was like, Mr. Parrish, I got to ask you a question. Now, Kyle, you've heard me talk. You've heard me shoot the shit. You've heard, you've heard me fuck around. My aunt, my mom's sister is still an English teacher. She was my English teacher in junior high. My grandmom was an English teacher. I know English. I know grammar. I just choose not to use it (laughs) but if i want to i can write you a paper dude i can write you a motherfucking paper bro i will i will 131 or mla the fuck out of a paper you hear me i can write me a paper i'm really good at writing 300 words that say absolutely nothing (laughs) so he was just like i got a question for you and i want you to be honest with me he said, did you write this paper? And he said, before you answer that, I want to explain why I'm asking you this. And he said, I hear you talk in class every day, and this sounds nothing like you. He said, this is a really good paper, and I want to give you an A on it, but you got to let me know if you wrote it or not. And I said, <clears throat> my apologies, Dr. Now." While my name is Hank and I am a country southern bumpkin, I I do regretfully inform you that I have a couple of English teachers in my life that were very important in the upbringing of myself. And I do, in fact, know the English language very well. And if you would give me a time, I would like to elaborate on such things, how I've made up my way through my 
high school career making nothing but straight A's in English, and I can write you a very good paper about anything. I don't have to be a hick all the time, Dr. Now, but if you want me to, I mean, I guess I can be, because that's really who I am at the end of the day, so fuck it, man. <laughs> and he started laughing about like you are, and I said, Dr. Knapp, I wrote that paper. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, when I tell you that the John Deere boys weren't thought very highly of on this campus, I mean, the, we were, we, we weren't given the time of day, bro. It was like the rejects that got this, you know, they got these were this. the kids that thought they were going to go play college football and end up in the NFL that were like high school, half-ass good high school football players that realized after they graduated that they weren't going to college playing football. And so they had to do something. They had to go to college. And so that constituted going to learn how to turn wrenches for John Deere. But anyway, so when these band students heard that I knew that the, the, this guy's name, like the, the way they looked at me was just great. Like it would be like walking, walking up to, to, to Mozart and telling him how to write one of his symphonies. You know, it was just great. And I was like, if you don't mind, would you show me where the, where the, you know, music building is and stuff. And, I walked in there and I walked into his office and he looked up at me and then he looked back down. And he looked up like I was the last person he thought he would ever see because he left when I was in between my ninth and 10th grade year. He left, took a job at one of the bigger universities, all this, that and other. And he doesn't become a doctor by the time that I've seen him again. The last time I saw him, he was just Mr. Bristow. Now he's Dr. Bristow, world renowned, um, saxophone player like he's played saxophones with some huge people he's this man is the reason why i play the saxophone when i was in the seventh grade i tried to play the drums or the trumpet or some shit he was like hey we can't have 30 people playing drums and we can't have 20 people playing the trumpet so what about the saxophone (laughs) but uh when i walked in i was like you know what's going on man we shot the shit for a minute and i was like so what are the chances i get to come play with your band he was like do you have a horn I said no, but at the time, at the high school that I graduated from, I was really good friends with the band director there. So I worked out a deal that from Thursday through Sunday, for one semester, I could borrow the tenor saxophone. So I would go to the school, get the saxophone. I had my own mouthpiece and shit. I took it to BB with me. Went and played in their band for a semester. Had a had a concert with them and everything, brother. And then at the end of the concert, at the end of the semester, I was like, "Doctor, that was awesome," but I don't think I'm gonna join you again because <laughs> there were there were for the concert there were six pieces of music and five of them. And dude, I don't practice, man. Like I, I'm not trying to brag, but I never had to practice. Playing the saxophone came to me so easy, like. When I was in the 10th grade, I had the the band director at Washita Baptist University telling my band director that when I when I graduate, there's a scholarship waiting on me. Like I didn't have to practice, bro. I just was better than everybody else at the school. I spent the last three years of my high school career waiting on the rest of the band to play catch up to where I was, you know. Wow. But there was this one piece of music out of like I said five of them were no problem I looked at them I sat there and it took me one practice session with the band I got them no problem 
ready for the concert. This one piece of fucking music, two thirds of the song, no problem. I got you. But this middle piece, dude, got vicious. Like, remember the first time you ever played Guitar Hero and you thought that you were just going to play one? Thought you were just going to play one on hard? Like you were some kind of hot shot. And then, you know, two thirds of the way through that song, it turns into absolute hell. That's what happens to this song. And I legitimately couldn't do it. I couldn't even fake it. Like, because I had gotten good at pretending I could do something like... I could fake it, almost fake it till I make it type of shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I couldn't play every note, I could like play three out of five and make it sound like I did it, but there was no faking it. And thankfully, I wasn't the only tenor saxophone in the band. And so when it got to that part of the song, <laughs> the night of the concert, I didn't play it. I sat there and looked like if you looked at me, I was playing. I had the air and the cheeks and the red and all that. Like I looked like I was playing. There was no sound coming out of my horn for that one section of the song. And because of that one section of the song, I realized that maybe I'm not ready for collegiate band because I don't have the time to practice because Hank needs to now practice. I haven't practiced. And I had been out of school for almost five years at that point. Like I graduated in 09 and this was 2012 into 2013. And I'm five years removed from my lungs being in condition. I'm rocking a pack a day, having <laughs> getting totally drunk every night. I mean, sloppy drunk every night and still pulled this off. And I chalked it up to a win. I almost feel like Mike Ross from Suits lying about being a lawyer. <laughs> but like oh. I, I fuck it. I feel like I, I think I can honestly say I'm a collegiate saxophone player. <laughs> I have been on a stage and done that shit. The rest of the concert was great. I had time on my life, but I was, I have never been so scared <laughs> during that one part of that song. Cause I knew it was coming. And he looked at me, Dr. Bristow looked at me like he knew that I wasn't playing. <laughs> he was just like, dude, better not fuck this shit up. Have you seen whiplash? The movie with the state farm guy, the state, you know, we know Which, a thing or two because we sing a thing or two. It's got a uh, miles Teller in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where Wait, he's I'm the sorry. drummer. Is, is he the is I'm sorry, is he the 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 black guy or the white guy? Because the white guy. The white it's guy. It's the moot where Miles Teller's the drummer and yes. he ends up in this music academy. And yes. this dude's just like a total hard ass. Like Yes. It was it was almost that level of pressure. But like Dr. Bristow's not that guy. Like he he wasn't a hard ass like that, but like I knew because of where he come from and how much he had accomplished in the time that he, cause the, the man literally set a saxophone in my hand when I was what, 13, 12, 13 years old. And he said, you're going to love this. And here I am damn near 10 years later showing up out of nowhere. Like, Hey, can I play this thing that you gave me for you? And he gave me the fucking chance, dude. And all he said was you better keep up. Cause he knew like doctor, he knew I didn't practice. Like he would ask me, I would take my horn home or I'd take it. And I, I'm not playing in the dorm. I'm not going to be the one John Deere guy out of 60, 70 John Deere guys. Where the fuck did this motherfucker get a saxophone? Like one night they asked me what I was doing. Cause I was in, like I had gotten a tux from the school and everything to play the concert. Right. And they were like, what the fuck are you doing? You think you're James Bond? <laughs> 
No yeah, motherfucker, I'm I said, John uh, Mayer. I said, I, I think I'm actually about to go play in this band concert. And they, and like, dude, I'm telling you, like, these these guys thought they were the shit. These were like daddy's money's farm boys. Like, the guys that literally never had to work for anything. Like, they literally thought that they were better than me. From the first moment they saw me to the moment that I, I quit going. And it rocked their world. It rocked their world when they see me that night. You know what I did one night to spite my roommate? You you want to talk about some petty Eddie shit. So I'm in I'm in the hills of Arkansas, right? There's not that many people of color around. There's about seven of seven people of color on the entire campus. And I was friends with all of them because like I told you earlier, I drive better with my black friends than I do white people. White people are pricks. Amen. And so like I'd be in the gym shooting hoops with them. We'd be out in the parking lot chilling and shit. I got to really vibing with this chick. <laughs> really vibing. And we hit it off real well. And one night after a few months, I decided I'm going to bring her up to the room. And I live on a, in a whole quarter of this dorm that is nothing but these white rednecks. And, and they're all guys except for one girl. And she's on the other hall down the. You should have seen their faces when I hit the landing of our floor with her. And my roommate looked at me. He said, where the fuck do you think you're going? I said, I, I've got to, I've got to go study for a test. And I made sure he didn't have his key. Cause I was like, I told him I forgot mine in the room. I was like, Hey, let me see your key. So, smart, dude. so I got his key, got her in the room, locked the door, cracked the door back open. I said, Hey buddy, you care if I use your bed? Appreciate <laughs> it. Locked the door and wore her out on his bed. <laughs> And was not quiet about it. <laughs> oh, he was so mad. I thought he was going to kill me that night. Oh, I thought he was going to kill me. You're probably sleeping with one eye open, dude. Oh, no, I was loving it. Because I told him. <laughs> I, t- I told him that if he, right, if he wanted to really cause some problems about it, then when I brought her back the next night, we were going to. I wasn't going to tell him what we did, but I promised he wasn't going to like it. And I was telling I said, nothing's going to be off bounds, dude. And just remember, we got the bathroom right there. Your whole world up here is right there. Don't make me make you wonder what has or has not been in and or around <laughs> some things. Oh, I gave Chef, he was so mad. Chef, he was so mad. He threw his fucking sheets and blanket and everything away. Not even gonna wash them. No bleach. Just none. No. 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 He just threw them away. You nasty motherfucker. <laughs> he was one of the guys that tried to bow up, but then as soon as he, you know, you let him realize that, no, bro, we're we can throw hands. <laughs> we could do that. I'm, I'm I'm cool with that. Then he's then he realizes that maybe it's not <laughs> worth the effort. You know I'm those guys. Sure, I'm are, sure. Oh yeah, and I'm sure. I'm sure he had no. He he had no sweat off his back, knowing that he was gonna throw throw the sheets away and throw oh, shit he away. So he's mad. gonna they call. Gave... He's gonna call daddy and tell him exactly what sins you committed. 
<laughs> and he was gonna have he was gonna have you know, some Egyptian I, cotton. The, now that I think back on it, it's no wonder that them guys got me kicked out of that program, dude. Because like I don't do well with with people who think that they're better than you. I don't I don't do well with people who are just fucking dumb white trash that want to be ignorant for the sake of being ignorant. Like I really don't do well with, with whether you want to call them low vibrational, low frequency, low IQ fucking scum of the earth is what these people are. Yep. Fucking white trash, man. Yep. And I can't, I have a really bad problem with keeping my mouth shut. see some bullshit i'm gonna call it some bullshit then i'm gonna fuck with you about it and i'm really not gonna care how mad you get because i've had my ass whooped so many times it don't matter i've learned how to take a punch throw a couple of back if you can imagine that yeah oh that is so <laughs> we dude you have no dude, idea i would how fuck much. with them so hard like they i think i i think i really looking back now i really really did make my own bed because like i told you i was up there partying hard every night me and my buddy from Louisiana, we because we were in a dry county, so we every night classes got done at three thirty. We'd go eat and be done eating by five thirty. By six o'clock, we were at the county line getting Bud Light Platinum had just come out. I remember that when Bud Light Platinum first dropped, when you could only get them in twelve packs, <laughs> and we would get Bud Man, and I somehow I found. And this is two and a half, almost three hours away from where I grew up. Somehow I found the one dude in town that sold fire green. <laughs> so I stayed after after fucking supper, dude. I'm out till two o'clock in the morning because they locked the dorm room doors at 2.30. I'm getting hammered on a nightly basis, making straight A's in class, not taking the remedial classes that they're having to take. I'm taking big boy college classes while they're taking we're not smart enough classes. Like they're so- having to you said fire green. You said something about going green. Oh God. I thought you said green. I'm thinking like moonshine. Green. I'm thinking like some no. fire green. Okay. Fire Dude. green. Okay. Okay. Just Dude. living my best life. Your florist. Yeah. And I had no worries. Cause my, cause see what happens is you have, they, we've got John Deere dealerships around the area. Right. And you go to work for them and they sponsor you for this school. And I signed a contract with this company saying that I would do this. And then I would work for them for like four years after I got out of school to pay back the money they invested in me to get me through school. Right. Thought it sounded fair. But then there was this thing where like, if you get fired in the first year of this deal, then you're on the hook for this much money. And it decreased, you know, uh, and it decreased incrementally per year after that. And I never got drug tested. I never gave my shop a reason to drug test me. As far as they knew, Hank was going to school and Hank was making straight A's. Hank was coming home and working his weekends and then going back to school. And Kyle, that was true. It's also true that Hank was up there living a, a fucking frat boy life in a college town that wasn't designed to be living the frat boy life. <laughs> I, I I was having a really good time and I was one of the few people up there having a very good time. <laughs> Let me tell you, because them other boys are struggling like fucking looking like Patrick star trying to 
take their tests and shit. <laughs> and it was simple shit, man. It, I mean, it was simple shit. It was learning how to be a mechanic on tractors. Like, it's, it's not that complicated. Computers tell you how to do over half the shit. And what happened was, is I think I fucked with them boys to the point where they ended up either one of them directly or they told one of their shop managers and their shop manager called my shop manager. They snitched on your boy. They told him about Hank's partying. And like, I would go home, I would leave, leave class on Thursday, show up to work Friday, work Friday, Saturday, go back to school on Sunday. That was my routine. Right. So I go into work Friday and I'm about to clock in and my boss is like, uh, uh, come here. Well, shit. <laughs> I, was, I said, what's up boss? And he was like, well, you've got to take a ride with me across town. I said, where are we going? I'm happy. I'm not knowing any better. He said, well, we're going to the doctor's office. And I said, oh, for what? <laughs> he said, you're going to have to go pee in a cup. I said, fuck. Well, let me go on and tell you this ain't going to go good. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I'm telling you, if you make me piss in that cup, we're not going to be happy with the results. <laughs> I'm saving you some gas money right now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm telling you up front, I'm not going to pass it. I've been been up there. And I and I and I may or may not have partaken in some marijuana over the last thirty days. I didn't let them know that I was partying every fucking day, you know. And because uh, like the 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 own like because there was the shop manager and then there was like the location manager and the location manager always wanted to brag about how he partied on coke and shit back in the day. Because I worked there for a whole summer before the school started, like a whole winter and summer. I've been there for over a year before I went to school. Got to know these guys real well. They were cool. And, you know, dude wanted to be the party boy. And so I'm sitting here thinking if I'm just up front with them, because I know the handbook. The handbook says if I'm up front with them upon my first failed drug test, I get seven days paid leave or seven days uh, unpaid suspension. Come back, take a drug test. Or no, it's it's 30 days. Excuse me. It's 30 days. So... Of course, we had to go and we we took the drug test. And I told, you know, I was like, I'm, you know what's about to happen, right? He's like, well, we got to do it. And so we did it. And I failed it. He was like, look, you're going to go back to school. You're not going to say anything to anybody. You're going to come back. And we're going to get you. You're going you're to be clean. And you'll pass this drug test. We'll go on about our day. So, sounds good, boss. So I go back to school. And I keep doing what I been doing the whole time and uh come back got me a quick clean kit i'm ready to go i'm at the you know it's that next friday morning i'm at the doctor's office they told me don't come to work go straight to the doctor's office take you another drug test because you can't come back on the shop floor until you're clean cool i'm about to pee in the cup and they call me and told me that it doesn't matter if I pee clean or not. I'm going to be fired either way. Ooh, you didn't have a, oh, wow. And there, dude, I tried to fight it and everything, but I realized if I tried to fight it too hard, then I was basically fighting for the, yeah, 
yes, they illegally fired me, but since they fired me, now I'm on the hook for all these thousands of dollars that yeah, y'all spent on me. Ask. I was going to ask. I have never been asked for one penny of that money. I think what happened was it was the president of the company. They told me the president of the company found out. That's why I was getting fired. So he said it didn't matter. Well, I think they did all this behind his back. And kept him from ever finding out that I ever popped on a test. And they fired me anyway. They illegally fired me. And if I wanted to, I could have filed a lawsuit against them. Because it clearly states in the handbook that it says any employee who fails their first drug test. I was clearly any employee who failed. My, I came back in seven days on, on clean because I ended up taking that drug test anyway. And took them a, 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 a you know, a, a a negative test result. And I was like, here you go. You wanted to see me clean. Here I am. It's not going to matter. I love that program too. Like I didn't want to be a mechanic, but I was having the time of my life in BB Arkansas. I wasn't ready for that party to end. Well, you probably learned a lot too. I mean, Oh yeah. I mean, you turn a wrench on a tractor, you're turning the same thing as turning wrenches on a gun. I mean, it's all the fucking same. It's not something I wanted to do for the rest of my life, but I at least wanted to finish it. <laughs> you know, it was only a two-year program. And for, I was, your, for your personal for your personal self, knowing that you started it, you're like, if I start this, even though I'm not digging I mean, it, I or you are really digging good it. friends. There were a couple of cats from Louisiana that were really awesome. One of them brought up some alligator and some boudin and oh. some other stuff from Louisiana from their meat market one one weekend. I came back a day early just to hang out with them and we grilled because they had like these grills outside the dorm and we grilled up some Louisiana food one night. Ah, man, too. Like I'm still friends with one of the cats to this day. The boudin, that's like, that's like sausage, right? It's like sausage, it's like but there's rice, rice, and, it's yeah. rice in it. Okay. But you've got two different kinds. You've got the white and the red and the red is the bloody boudin. I, we didn't have that one. We had the white boudin, the one without the blood. Oh, dude i loved it i loved it and the gator do you like the gator oh dude yeah yeah i'll eat just about anything or to at least try it once yeah dude and so at least you still talked to one of the dudes you said yeah a couple of them yeah um turns out one of the guys that was in our ended up being in our little circle lives like 30 45 minutes away from where i'm at right now we've kept in touch this whole time and one of the guys from Louisiana I'm still in touch with. I mean, it was just, you know, it was cool, man. It was life experiences being 2021 20, out on your own fucking up. <laughs> and this now, this was real quick. This was after you, you did all this after the. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. This was yeah. about two years after my little joyride through the Navy. Yep. 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 Dude, that is that is so wild because yeah, I went through a, a about a eight year stretch where everything I started I fucked up. I could like I I would I was just bouncing from thing to thing because I didn't want to stop smoking. I guess basically, I would always beat to get in, but then I'd fuck around and get caught somehow. And I'm not gonna take it. I'm going to quit. <laughs> you know, I'm not just going to sit there and fail it on purpose. But uh, really what it was is there was never anything I wanted to do. 
Like I've done just about everything there is to do out here except for working fast food, and I'll be damned. Yeah, don't do, don't. Well, I'm do so it. thankful I have the job I have now, man. Because the work, even if I didn't have all the other perks, the work itself is something I genuinely enjoy doing. Then you're telling me as long as I don't seriously mess anything up, then I can basically do whatever I want to do. As long as it doesn't affect my performance at work, I'm golden. Man, dude, I'm it, it, I'm lo- I'm I'm liable to get tapped on my shoulder while I'm in the middle of a weld, and I look up, open my hood, and there's a bowl. Hit that. Well, shit, don't mind if I fucking do. So you, I, I, I know you work like in a in a metal in a metal shop. I didn't know you you weld as well. I've been wanting to do it. I've seen some badass welding videos, and I'm just like. Dude, that just looks... if you came to work with me tomorrow, I could have you welding by Thanksgiving. Like I could have you on your own doing shit. I know there's like TIG, there's jig. See, mine's MIG. MIG. All it is, it's a it's a it there's a, a big thick lead that comes out of the welder and it comes yep. out to a, a handle that kind of looks like a little gun, if you will. Yeah. And it's got a, a, a metal tip that almost looks like a twenty two Magnum bullet and a metal cup that goes over it. And that wire comes out where that you got your ground wire hooked up to what you're welding on. Yep, and metal. as soon as you pull your trigger and that wire, because when you pull the trigger, it, it starts spraying gas and pushing wire out. And as soon as that wire touches whatever you're grounded to, it's going to start welding. Acetylene, right? You use acetylene? No, we use... Uh, You know, I don't, I, it might be, I've never really just looked at what those fucking tanks are filled with. Yeah. My, my dad, my dad was in the uh, auto auto body industry for almost his entire life. And he has, you know, all the big old fucking yeah. huge ass snap on, uh, uh, toolbox. And then he had a little welder. I think it was a Matco welder. I'll never forget it. And I remember like when I was a kid, he would let me. He would put the mask on me because I would go to work with him and he had to keep me busy because he had to keep working. And I would sit there and he would just let me fuck around on random shit. And I remember, dude, getting one of those little, I don't know what you call them, but we called them like a little hot cherry. Yeah. And fucking pops up and goes down your back. Like, ow, 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 fucking burning the dog dude, shit out of you. I've got scars all over my arms, my legs, my back. Like, I call them BBs. That's basically it, it, that's what they exactly are. That's exactly what they're they are. M- yep. Molten yep. BBs. Like, they'll fall down in my ear because a lot of time my head's at an angle and I'm, and I'm welding downhill. And so I'll turn my head all kind of different ways because my eyes will start crossing and shit. And so, like, <laughs> if you ever come work with me, like, there'll be times you'll see me smack myself in the middle of a weld. Cause, Break like, your I'm, eyes apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll sit there and just <laughs> fucking lose my shit. But, um sitting there be holding your head sideways coming down and one of them motherfuckers just and you hear it and then you feel it it's like, oh yeah that got right on the eardrum no dude fucking uh no dude don't fuck around and wear your pants inside your boots because they'll fucking fall down your pants into the bottom of your boot and now, and so now your foot's on fire <laughs> i've got scars on my feet i've got there's this certain 
one of the things we do requires me to sit down because I'm a, I'm a little too tall for the table to get the right angle. And so I'll sit in a chair. And so I've got burn scars on where like my ass cheek, my, my leg meet like on my gooch and shit from being sat down in the chair and the bbs will fall in between my legs and like roll down my crotch and shit like i've got my my draws are horrible my draws look like swiss cheese because of all the burns and shit but like during the summer it's not that bad because i'm so sweaty i don't feel it i'm wondering is there like a then during the winter time i'm so wrapped up like i'll wear coveralls and shit and i won't ever feel nothing well, going back to the episode, I don't know if it was on Monday night. I think it was Monday Night Masturbators with Matt and um, and Ryan, and they were talking about like polyester, like where if you wear polyester underwear, yeah, that's that's a a, a contraceptive in a, in a sense. Is there is there like certain clothes you don't want to wear when you're welding because maybe they're more I try not flammable? To wear... I have anything frayed. If you have anything frayed, you definitely don't want to wear it. And it's not just welding. It could be while you're using a grinder or whatever. Um, I've looked down several times and like you got a little tear in your pants and it's frayed a little bit and your fucking pants will be on fire. It's like Tinder or, like yeah, or the knee pads I wear fuck around and forget that your knee pads touching a piece of metal and you weld on, you know, where the knee pad is knee pad catches on fire. Oh, um, Oh shit. Other than that, okay. It, I see. Other than that, it's, it's, I don't wear bright colored shirts. Like I don't wear a light gray. I won't wear white. I won't wear a uh, blue. I won't wear any yellows, uh, bright greens because it, the flash goes underneath your hood and it'll give you a flash burn on your eyes, even though you're looking through a hood. Bro, like, that's got some like direct energy weapon vibes right there, dude. If I were to wear your shirt and go work for eight hours, my neck and my face would be like sunburned because of the light getting pushed up. So you need dark colors. like That's why like I w- this is a work shirt. Black. So it absorbs yeah. the, it absorbs the yeah. light. Okay. Yeah. Black is the best. Black, dark gray, dark, dark green, anything that won't bounce the light back off of it. Because the last thing you want is eight hours of just flashlight in your eyes. Damn, dude. I never even considered the color of clothing. Yep. I was always thinking in my head the material itself which material i feel like the material does it, it kind of has kind of sort of matters but like the colors has got to have like another greater effect i i wouldn't go out of my way to spend any money on any like that to me it's not worth it to go buy the super duper flame retardant mountain dew chemical having clothes that supposedly can't burn because they all burn a fucking hot ass BB is going to burn through whatever it touches pretty much. It doesn't unless matter it's if leather. It's... Okay. I mean, if you're trying to wear something to where you're not going to get burnt, wear leather. But the only problem with that is, is it gets fucking hot and leather gets heavy. And when you're in a 150 degree shop and the air around your hood 
is at least 225, 230. It's above the air is above boiling temperature. The last thing you fucking want is extra layers of shit on you. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's Gucci, Prada, Louis Vuitton, no, it's all, Carhartt. It's fucking liquid metal. It's going to burn. Yep, regardless. So why waste money on it when, hell, Walmart's already expensive fuck enough. I do, I do enjoy me a good pair of Dickies work pants, though. Not the khaki, like, church. They're, they're, it's almost like Carhartt material. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like Carhartt too, but they're dicky pants. But hell, they're thirty dollars a pop at Walmart. But the, I've had a pair for two years that's held up better than any pair of blue jeans. And so I just bought another pair of them like a week ago. But I don't go out of my way to buy fancy shit for work. Like yeah. at the grocery store, they've got a big ass bin of t-shirts you can get for a dollar. I'll go grab four or five of them. If I can find my, you know, a black and a large, and wear that to work, I'm, I'm, I will buy a seventy-five dollar pair of fucking boots from Walmart before I go spend two. Shit, you not not even six months ago, I spent almost two hundred and fifty dollars on a pair of Ariat work boots. I love Ariat boots. I've got a pair of cowboy style Ariats I've had for, ooh we, at least almost. I've had them about ten years, and so I'm thinking their work boots was about to be fire. Their work boots ain't last three months in my shop. Completely shredded the fucking sole from the from the boot. I was mad a fucking about it because they were comfortable. But I can go spend $75 after tax on a pair of boots from Walmart and get eight, nine months out of them. I think they're called wol- Wolverines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. All day, yeah. Dude. This shirt Throw right some here, Dr. dude. Dr. Scholl's and that shit, and I'm good. Yep. Dude, dude. You have no idea. You have no idea how, like... Dude, I don't buy clothes for myself. Like, I don't... I've got, similar. like, maybe three pair of pants that aren't work pants. I've got some t-shirts, but they've, they're they t-shirts I've accumulated over the years. I'm not actively out here buying clothes. <laughs> it felt weird getting me a pair of shoes fucking couple of months back. I'm the same way, dude. I was telling someone the other day at work. Oh, some girl. God, fucking shitty camera, dude. I What I do to fix things, dude. You smack it. Just smack it. There we go. Um, The other day, some, some gal walked into work. And I was like, bro, is that a fucking vape hoodie? B-A-P-E. And I remember back in the day. I was like 15 years old. And vape was like the cool brand. And uh, you yep. Vape was like the cool brand. And uh hey, little kitty. Yeah, this is Gizmo. Hi, Gizmo. These are newest. They're fucking with my sound cord and they're <laughs> fucking it up. And this is this is my baby boy. This is Bandit. Oh, this is Shonk Boy. I have a Bandit and Outlaw. That's crazy. My first one of my one of my dogs I had about 15, 20 years ago was named Bandit. We've always named our cats funny because like our dogs are super small. And like they're not, I mean they bark, but they're not very like threatening. Like they're they're ch- one's a Chihuahua, one's a Chihuahua mix, and one's like a Chihuahua pit bull mix. And I know yeah. that sounds crazy, but yeah, the mom was a pit bull. And then our cats, we named them like more like badass names. So we've had Outlaw, Rebel, Bandit, 
and then our newest one uh, is Gizmo. We kind of switched it up a little bit with Gizmo. But oh, yeah. the shit, anyhow, so the girl came and I'm like, dude, is that a fucking bait hoodie? That is so dope. She goes, yeah, it's bait, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome, dude. I always wanted one of those. I was like, how much does that cost? And she goes, it was like 200 bucks. And I'm like, no, thank you. There's no fucking way, dude. I was like, I am proud. First of all, first of all, I get it when you're really, really young. If you do have the money, which most of the time you don't, and you're trying to like impress the girls, impress the boys, like I'm locked down for life, dude. I am not trying to impress fucking anybody. Thank you. These shirts, I just got myself some new shirts. And I haven't got myself anything for like three years. And I ordered uh, uh, Instacart because I needed a cable because my computer got hacked. So now I have no Wi-Fi capabilities on my on my PC. So I had to do an HD or a, a Ethernet, a Cat6 yeah. cable from my anyhow. So I was like, well, fuck it. If I'm ordering that, I might as well get myself some new shirts. All plain. I got like three gray, three black, and three blue shirts. And I got some fucking... Uh, socks from Walmart, dude. I'm a happy camper, bro. You give me some fresh underwear and some fresh socks, dude. Let's fucking yep. go. And if yep. I really want to get crazy, dude, TJ Maxx, here I come. Ross, here I come, dude. We can't go to Jonesboro without Cali going to TJ Maxx. It's it's a must, dude. Earbuds, dude. They got great earbuds there. I mean, clothes, shirts, bathroom mats, fucking dog toys, cooking utensils. Like she gets a lot of like her body scrubs and shit from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Fuck that, dude. And I see kids rolling around. They they got their Gucci belts. Like, dude, I feel bad because I what I can't judge too much. I really shouldn't be judging at all. But I was that kid. Yeah, we all you have know? those periods of. We want to look a certain way, whether yes. that's because society told us that's how we want to look or yep. we want to look that way for society. It's it, it's part of growing up yep. is going through that vanity era and then coming out on the other side of it and realizing as long as my balls ain't hanging out of my, my drawers, I'm good. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like even the shorts, some two pairs of my work, I only have like three pairs of shorts total and I wear two of them to work. I don't wear nothing fancy. I don't do anything on the weekends. Yeah. Which, um, but yeah, dude, I have a hole in my crotch. I'll get some fucking, I'll get, I have some sewing thread. I don't really yeah. know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'll fucking. I can start it. Through. I can, I can, I can get it in place. I just don't really know how to finish it. I, I just tie like, I tie like <laughs> yeah, five or six knots. Just, just tie as many times as you fucking can. And like, oh, that'll work. Maybe hit it with a dab of hot glue or something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little hot glue, get the torch out and just singe off all the little irish pennants hanging off which i don't nowadays i don't give a fuck about the irish pennants but but yeah no there there's so many and i'll share more of my my shit later but as far as um even like the military like my family great family but certain people in my family were raised uh, like older folks were raised a little differently like my grandpa was a german but i married a black woman in the navy yeah and brought her home and I thought everything was peaches and cream. Come to find out a couple years later, it offended some people like hardcore. Damn. Like hard and kind of similar story to like the yeah. you know, when you're in college and and so it was just it's just crazy the things that you were saying uh, are are it's just <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, dude, we're if, we're we're the same person. If we were to write if we were to independently write a book 
a list of our, our shit that we've lived through. Traits, shit that we've lived <laughs> through. Motherfuckers like, just start lining shit up. Yeah, we'll do. We'll have to do one of the big. Yeah, like you said, the big conspiracy boards where we get like a tack and then we wipe some like yeah. we wrap some red <laughs> thread around it and then tie it over here and be like, oh, that's similar. Fucking wild, bro. Fucking wild. It just blows my mind. It blows my mind. Every it's and I don't want to say every once in a while, but when you run into these people and you're like damn dude like we have a lot in common but like you and i it's just so fucking crazy to me and like on some on some more than just generalistic yep common ground like no yep. we have damn near worn the same shoes at the same mm-hmm. fucking time like you've got your right leg in the left pants hole and i've got my left <laughs> leg in the right pants. we're wearing the same pair of bridges over here bro <laughs> bless you no that's that's exactly it and bless you you only Some get wild shit that you just can't make up, like meet That's each other on a random occurrence out of nowhere. When and then Ashley we found out that we were in Chicago at the same, same time. Time, dude, is mind blowing. And I remember, I remember when Ashley like was talking about like doing something completely different. Bless you. That's the last one. No more. Uh, <laughs> um. After that one, or after after she mentioned that, I was like, well, fuck, because I already know, like, she's going to be busy. Like, we're not, it's not always going to work out where she's going to be able to sit down. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm sorry, it's just not, it's just honestly not me at the moment where I'm not going to roll a fucking podcast out by myself. Yeah. I am no fucking Ryan Dean. I am no fucking Matt. I am no ghost. Like, they can just talk forever by themselves. I cannot do that at this time. I'm not going to. I'm not going to cut my legs off and say it's never possible because sometimes it might have to be possible. But I was like, well, fuck, dude. Like, and then I, then you and I, and I think this was already kind of a little bit in the works. And then, and then you and I met and I'm like, bro, this is it, dude. Cause like you've been itching to do your shit. I've been itching to do mine. Like both of our, you know, like on, uh, you know, Bo's on my end's been really busy with work and he's got a lot of shit going on and our schedules are completely opposite. Yep. Same on your end, but it's still yep. like, dude, like I still got to crank these. They got to be cranked out. You know, we enjoy it. I enjoy it. And no, I get derailed two weeks with fucking wisdom teeth problem. You're back, bro. Uh, yeah, but at least you got in, dude. I, I was literally like legit kind of, kind of worried. I was like, dude, like, I was, was going to start making, I was going to start making phone calls and not that my phone calls were going to do anything, but just to <laughs> fucking make these people like, bro, this dude has like, it's not like a, a little too fake, got a little too fake. You need a little aspirin. No dude, like this shit. Cause I've been through the same shit. Imagine that yeah. this little tooth right here is completely fake, man. My whole fucking face swelled up. I had a tube up underneath and I had to drain the fucking oh, juices, the God. infection. I had to spit it out. Ugh. And and when they told me, well, they told my dad like if if he didn't get me in when he got me in, it would have moved down to like my organs and it would have fucking killed me. Yeah. So, ex- experiencing that firsthand myself, and then knowing you were going through the exact same shit. Oh, dude, I was fucking pissed, dude. I was fucking pissed. I was like, oh fuck no, dude. I might not I be able to I'll get never you in. Have to go through anything like that again. Nope. And for me, it's like horrible, bro. If I ever have like like i'm a dad of like of two girls and and i'm 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 not like the most sensitive like i'm not i'm really not i'm more like i i in in a in a way especially with my oldest i'm like she's like 
Like I treat her like, like a, not like a son, but just built strong. Because if something ever happens to me, something ever happens to Ashley, like I want her to be able to hold her fucking own, yeah. you know? And she's, she's kind of got that mentality too. It's not like the fucking Barbie life. You know what I mean? She, she really gets into like survival shows, bug out bags. Like every, every once in a while, we'll fucking open up our, our bug out bag and we'll fucking bust open one of those MREs and, she likes to go out. I have like this uh, little, this little ring with uh, a wire, but it's like it, it's the wire's got little edges on it, so you can use that to like uh, yeah. cut branches and shit. So she's all into that stuff. But anyhow, um, I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that. Um, more so, just like building our kids to be tough, which is completely not exactly what we're talking about right now. But sometimes that's just how it goes. Hey, I'm just on in this boat. I'm flowing whichever way the whichever way the river goes, man. But I'm happy you're feeling better. That's what I was. Oh yeah, at. dude. Yeah, happy you're dude. feeling better. I I was fucking miserable. Like I was I was getting into a really bad spot mentally, and I was scared. <laughs> like I haven't been in that dark of a place mentally in a long time, bro. Pain is a fucking hell of a thing. Uh, tooth pain is like at the top of all the pains, in my opinion. Yeah. Tooth pain, back pain, and earaches. I think, are oh the, yeah, like the fucking worst. And I think it would start with like a toothache, in my opinion, a toothache or an earache, like a really bad earache. Sometimes you get a toothache and it causes the earache, yep. dude. Dude, my my ear hasn't hurt since I got that tooth taken out. <laughs> well, you're doing bro, good. You're doing good. Jump off here and get these kids laid down, man. You're good, man. I'm happy. I'm happy we bang this out. I'll send you this. Like I said, I don't even know where this is gonna go yet, but it's gonna yeah. be posted somewhere. I'll send you if you want to post it on your end. I'll definitely be at least be posting it on either Sunday night. We're gonna we're gonna get back into. You, you'll be able to count on me to actually be prepared worry, for some real next deal one, episodes. Next one, we'll bang out the heavy metals. Yeah, yeah, man. Do, yeah. Do you, know, you know what I've been? I've man is. Trying to focus on anything over the last couple of weeks has been next to impossible. So now that I'm healed, by the next time that we talk, I'll be tip top ready. Oh, to go. we're good, brother. We're good. I'm just I'm blessed, man. I'm happy you're doing good, man. I, Dude, I, I, I thank you good. so much, man, for you know just caring. I <laughs> do, I, I do, I do care. I love you too, brother. And even last night, like I was like all set up, I had everything popped up, and then you know Trebles wasn't able to make it. Then Bo wasn't feeling good, and then I was like, dude. Like you're like go to bed, bro. It's all right. Cause for me, it's a lot different. I woke I, up at like at three o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. I slept all fucking day and I, I stayed up pretty light. I stayed up like really late. And I was for me, it's like, oh, it's just nine o'clock. For you, it's eleven o'clock. Like, don't even fucking sweat it, dude. Like I ain't whatsoever. even mean to fall asleep last night when I did. I was laying Cali down and it turns out I never got back up. And that's that's <laughs> you know what? It's all good. It's all good. That was a that was a spontaneous random event anyhow. So I wasn't it wasn't it, Yeah. It, I'm, like I said, I'm here, and if if you can't make it, boom, I go I go sit five feet right. uh, over in this direction. I sit and Which do the same thing you're doing. No ill will at all to to troubles. Like, um, I don't I don't know if he'll hear this before you know I get end up getting to talk to him. But if you do hear this, troubles, man, God bless you. You're in my thoughts and prayers for real, man. Um, take care of yourself for real. Um. I've I've been in your shoes and just know that you're not alone. If you ever need anybody, you can reach out to me. 
of damn i mean i just don't don't even think that i feel some kind of way because you didn't jump on brother you can ask kyle the last thing i thought you should be worrying about was anything to do with a podcast but i told him that multiple times like yeah. bro, we we are literally not expecting you like at all because there i don't think i actually i know if i was going through that impossible i mean i could i could sit down and talk but yeah, would i but, be myself yeah. would i be not yeah. at all dude my brain yeah. would be fucking thinking about more important it's shit it, other than i felt fucking... man when you when you told me what was going on man i just was like man fuck i almost feel like a dick for even asking him with even though i didn't you know we didn't know man i was just like fuck man shit i'm so sorry brother we well, love you dude you're, you're we, not alone absolutely and we'll make that happen dude hank you have a blessed night dude i love you brother i'm gonna be sending you some shit right now you said or ashley's gonna be sending you some stuff get that to your wife yeah and you guys check it out there's a lot of good stuff there and then uh i'll be talking to you uh probably tomorrow but hopefully we'll be able to yeah, get man. some more shit done this week brother for sure. Send my best to Ashley and the kids and we'll do. We'll be back together soon. Right back at you, brother. Hasta la pasta. Later, Gator. Bye.